The Playmakers Blog presents Fire on High. Featuring your host, Tyler O. What's going on, everyone? You're tuning in to the Fire on High podcast. I am Tyler Orginski, and this is Tyler's 10 Tips for Week 3. The whole point of these podcasts is to deliver you concise fantasy advice in under 20 minutes. Let's dive in. Make sure you're starting Joshua Kelly, running back, Chargers. Yes, he's a rookie, but right now, after two weeks of football, he ranks 5th at the running back position in carries this season. He had 23 carries last week. That was the 4th most in Week 2, and he's up against the Panthers defense that is literally the worst run defense and gives up the 19th most yards allowed per carry. He needs to be in your lineup. Yes, I know Eckler is there. I would even start Joshua Kelly and Eckler right next to each other in the same roster this week. That's how bad this Panthers D is, and that's how much opportunity Joshua Kelly is getting. Stay the course on A.J. Green. Continue to start A.J. Green. While he doesn't look like the A.J. Green of old, the opportunities and the peripherals are there. Those peripherals are elite. He's seen 44% of the Bengals' air yards over the past two weeks. 44% of an air yards for one wide receiver is absolutely insane. And he's also seen a 23% target share, which is very, very good. Borderline elite. On top of that, his average depth of target is 15 yards, which is great. Burrow is looking his way down the field. There hasn't been a lot of connections. I know that. The box score hasn't really shown what we want to see, but you need to keep him in your lineups. He's just one catch away from paying off. He's getting the deep shots. The Bengals are throwing the ball. He's getting the looks. Keep A.J. Green in your lineups as long as he's healthy. He's primed to break out this week against the Eagles, who are a bit of a pass funnel. We've seen some changes on this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. Here's what I'm telling you to do. Fournette's the guy. If you can acquire him, go ahead. He's going to be the bell cow back. You need to trade away Ronald Jones. If you can get any value for this guy, go ahead, give it a try. This is Fournette's backfield moving forward. Also, if for some reason... You're rostering Rob Gronkowski just because he has the name or O.J. Howard for the upside. It's not worth it. These two tight ends adding in Cameron Braid a little bit on the side. They're just going at each other as far as their snap counts go, as far as their targets go, their yards, what have you. One will not succeed as long as they both are on the field. Get rid of your Buccaneers tight ends. You can drop them straight to the waiver wire. And try to trade Rojo for almost anything at this point because it's going to be all about Fournette. Get Golden Tate into your lineups. A big piece of this, obviously, Saquon Barkley's out. It's horrible ACL injury. There's a lot more opportunity that is going to be going towards those wide receivers. The offense is going to need to move through the wide receivers. And then we see Sterling Shepard hit IR for at least three weeks. Obviously, we got Ingram. Obviously, we got Slayton. But they have very defined roles. Golden Tate has his own role on this offense. In 2019, when Sterling Shepard was out, these were Golden Tate's stat lines. Six catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Six catches, 80 yards. Eight catches, 85 yards. Six catches, 42 yards. Four catches, 95 yards. 
two touchdowns. A lot of stats I threw at you, but in the end of the day, he does well on the Giants when Sterling Shepard doesn't play. He's no longer on the injury report. On top of that, Braxton Berrios dropped a six for 59 and one touchdown line on the Niners last week. The 49ers are getting eaten up in the slot. Golden Tate's going to be in the slot. He's going to have a lot of opportunity. He needs to be in your flex spots in week three. This is a bit of a cheat because I'm going to repeat it next week, almost guaranteed. But it's never too late to get ahead of it. Buy low on the Texans offense. That's Watson, that's Fuller, that's Cooks, that's David Johnson. They started the season off with the Chiefs, Ravens, and Steelers. That is an absolute defensive gauntlet. I cannot think of a team that's had it any harder in the first three weeks. It gets easier. They get the Vikings, and they get the Jags twice in three of the next five games. The Vikings, not very good on defense this year. The Jags, we already know, not good on defense. Things will turn around for this Texans offense. Watson is still a top five quarterback. I know the wide receiver play can be a little bit scary, but David Johnson especially, he's on the field a lot. You want him on your team going forward in good matchups. Buy low on this Texans offense. They're going to have a bad week this week against the Steelers. That's likely going to happen. You're going to have another chance to buy low. But if for some reason, the Watson owner, the David Johnson owner, whoever these people roster him, Go see, poke around a little bit. See if you can get these guys off their teams because they're likely not happy with their performances thus far. Buy low on those Texans. I am 100% okay with streaming Drew Sample this week, Bengals tight end. Obviously, he's going to have the opportunity as a starter because we saw Uzuma's Achilles tear. He's not going to come back this year. And the tight ends prior, Logan Thomas, Tyler Higbee, each beat their expectations against the Eagles in weeks one and two. Something's going on with the Eagles. Their linebacking core is really not that great. They're not able to cover these tight ends very well. And then you add in the fact that we got Joe Burrow. He's throwing the ball a lot. I think you can do much worse than Drew Sample if you're streaming tight ends in week three. Go out and try to acquire Allen Robinson. Week one, five catches for 74 yards. Week two, three catches for 33 yards. These are not good numbers. There's a chance that the Allen Robinson owner is a bit frustrated in this moment. However, the peripherals, again, are very good. Back-to-back weeks, nine targets in each game. Very good. And even more impressive is a 38% air yard share. Stay the course on Allen Robinson. If you have him, you're obviously going to start him. But stay the course. He's going to be great. He's getting the volume. He's getting the looks. And then you add in the fact that there's no real true wide receiver two on the team. A lot of people peg that for Anthony Miller. That's not the case. We're seeing a lot of rookie Darnell Mooney. Either way, there isn't a clear two in Chicago. Allen Robinson is the alpha. He's the one. He's getting the targets. He's getting the air yards. It's going to work itself out. So if there's somebody who has A-Rob and they're not liking him, try to poke around, grab A-Rob from him. He's going to have a great year. I still have him in my top 10. Don't be afraid to start Antonio Gibson. A lot of things happened in week two from week one for this Washington football team in the running back room. For starters, we saw Antonio Gibson's snap rate increase from 26% to 65%. He went from nine carries in week one to 13 carries in week two, and he ran 22 pass routes in week two. The major thing holding Antonio Gibson back in week one was Peyton Barber. However, Peyton Barber just played one snap in week two, They're turning this backfield over to Antonio Gibson. He needs to find his way into your lineups. I know the stats haven't been sexy so far, but he's getting the opportunity. Start the guy with confidence. 
The Detroit Lions have been pitiful. It is likely one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and the offense hasn't been good. I think a lot of that, however, has to do with tough matchups and the fact that Kenny Galladay, their alpha wide receiver one, has been out. We're now expecting Kenny Galladay to come back in week three against the Cardinals, and I think there's an opportunity now to buy low on this Detroit Lions offense, and I would start with DeAndre Swift. He had a lot of hype going into the season. However, there's a three-headed RBBC monster in Detroit right now, but the stats are pointing to the fact that Swift might be running away with the job. Not the job in the sense that he's going to be the bell cow, but he's going to be getting the red zone looks, he's going to be getting the targets, and a decent amount of touches as well. Again, the first guy to be looking to buy right now is DeAndre Swift. If things start shaking out, there is a chance that DeAndre Swift could finish in the top 30 as a solid flex option. If you're hurting that running back, if you had Saquon, if you had CMC, he's one of those guys that I would try to trade for and get him on my team. Maybe you don't start him this week, but going forward, I think he has a true opportunity and he has some ceiling to be a difference maker for you down the line. This goes without saying, but the 49ers this week, the running back room is decimated. No Mostert, no Tevin Coleman. That leaves Jarek McKinnon as the starting running back. You're going to start Jarek McKinnon. He's playing the Giants. The Giants defense is bad, but you're not listening to this for me to tell you to start Jarek McKinnon. What I am going to say is you can comfortably flex Jeff Wilson Jr. this week. I know it sounds crazy. It's likely one of my boldest calls of the, of the week, but I like it. Let's break it down. Jerick McKinnon probably won't see a snap rate over 60%. I'd be shocked if he did. That leaves 40% of the running back snaps to somebody else. The only person with any kind of experience is going to be Jeff Wilson Jr. And the thing I like most about him is they use him in the red zone. Jeff Wilson Jr. had 32 touches. Well, 32 targets or 32 rush attempts in 2019. 17 of those 32 came in the red zone. It would not surprise me if they use Jerick McKinnon between the 20s and then Jeff Wilson goes in when they're in that red zone or green zone. I think there's a chance he falls in the end zone for one, maybe even two touchdowns this week. Bold call again, but flex Jeff Wilson. I think it'll pay off for you. All right, folks, that'll do it for Tyler's 10 tips for week three. You can find me on Twitter at FFTylero. That's all we have today, folks. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later.